The following is a hoop ball presentation. Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. Good morning, hoop ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS Today. This is your Tuesday, May 11th edition, and I am here with my main man, Will. How you doing tonight, Will? I'm doing great, Santino. Glad to be here. You know, I hope all the mothers out there had a happy Mother's Day weekend. Let's get to it. Nice, nice. <laughs> I, I uh, <clears throat> piggyback on that. Hope everybody had a great weekend, mothers included, mothers especially included. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, th- we'll get right into this one. We have an 11 game slate on our hands here, uh, so we're not going to beat around the bush. We're going to get at you. We're going to try and do some quick hitters because uh, we know Will likes to talk. We know I like to talk. This could easily last <laughs> two, hours, two hours, but we don't have two hours to. We don't want to do that to you guys. Um, so we'll try and streamline this one for you uh, but we'll get right into this first game the first game on the docket we have two games at seven two at seven thirty two at uh, three at eight one at nine three at ten uh, first game on the docket is the denver nuggets at the charlotte hornets and we do have a spread for this one it is a two seventeen and a half game total with the nuggets four and a half point home favorites or road favorites um and on the injury report, we have for you guys, uh, for the Nuggets, Will Barton, P.J. Dozier, Bull, and Jamal Murray all out. Aaron Gordon, probable. Monte Morris as questionable. On the Hornets side, we have Miles Bridges, Gordon Hayward, and Cody Martin out with Devontae Graham questionable. I'll start things off here because we'll, we'll let you start with your team. Uh, on, And I'll take the Nuggets in this one. So, obviously, we have a lot of players on this slate, 11 11 teams, 20 or 11 games, 22 teams. Jokic is the highest priced guy on the slate at 11,000. Uh, but this is a very good matchup for him against the, the Nuggets, who don't have a true center. He hasn't been playing the greatest lately uh, in his standards, but I think he's still in play for me. Uh, this matchup is just a fast paced matchup. And when they, if they start, uh, Biombo or Zeller, we can't really guard him. And PJ Washington's too small. Jokic is going to do some Jokic things. I think you can look at Michael Porter Jr. with everybody out. He is 8'5". If you don't want to spend all the way up for Jokic, uh, he's been playing really well lately too. Again, pace-up matchup. Miles Bridges is one of their better defenders. He's not going to be out there. Uh, Austin Rivers, without all these people out, he's getting more minutes. Uh, 4'2", it's not a high price tag. The guy's playing nearly 30 minutes a game. Can bring back value there with some upside. <clears throat> uh, those are the three guys I'm I'm looking at mainly. If Aaron Gordon doesn't play and Monte Morris doesn't play, also, uh, then you can look at Paul Millsap, uh, J. Michael Green, and like Rivers a little bit more. But uh, it'll depend on the injury report for those guys for me. Yeah, uh, you nailed it. I was going to mention Austin Rivers, so you got him in there. So. I totally agree. On the Charlotte side, uh, it's going to be three main contributors in this matchup with uh, Miles Bridges out. And if Devontae Graham doesn't play, uh, you obviously have to look at uh, LaMelo Ball at 8,700. You know, as he goes, the team goes. You know, he can easily put up monster stats um, all around in every category. Um, You know, he'll have a down game every now and then, but uh, they're going to need him to step up and he should have a great game at 8,700. That's a great play. Terry Rozier had been in a little bit of a slump. Uh, he's coming out of that slump right now, and he's at 8,100. Uh, his last two games have been back to where you wanted to see it. And, you know, as long as Devontae Graham is out, he has that potential to still reach that. And then you can look at P.J. Washington at 7,300, mainly because Miles Bridges is out. Uh, and, you know, obviously the center position is not putting up points for the Hornets. So he can easily get you 40 DraftKings points. If you think that's good enough for you at 7,300 as a safe play, you can put him in there. But with 11 teams, obviously, you don't have to force it. So um, uh, LaMelo Ball is the best play of the night, but you can consider Rozier and PJ. Um, That's all I'm considering right now against the Nuggets. How about you? Yeah, and I'd throw in um, Malik Monk as a 
uh, tournament option for a pivot. Uh, only 4-2 is another cheap guy. Uh, his minutes are hit or miss, but when he's hitting, that's a good low-owned option there on uh, a solid matchup, I think. Yeah. With the caveat, like you mentioned earlier, if Graham is continuing to be out. Yeah, sounds good. All right, man. Oh, fast one here. We're streamlining <laughs> it. Um, but we'll jump on over to the next game. And now that your team isn't the home team, I'll throw it over to you, man. How are you feeling? Oh, I didn't even get to the, t- <laughs> the matchup yet. <laughs> I'm really streamlining it, aren't I? Uh, but the second game of the night, the other game at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it is the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Detroit Pistons. Uh, we do not have a spread for this one as of yet, but we do have an injury report. For the Timberwolves, we have Malik Beasley, Jarrett Culver as out, and Juancho Hernan Gomez as questionable. For the Pistons, we have a laundry Everybody. list. <laughs> Pretty much anybody that you can think of. Uh, Himadu Diallo, Wayne Ellington, Corey Joseph, Ronnie Magruder, Dennis Smith Jr., Mason Plumley, all are in. Uh, Jeremy Grant, all out. And both Jacksons, Frank and Josh, are questionable. Uh, so I'll throw it over to you, and I'll take the, the grenade for the Pistons. But how are you feeling about the, the Timberwolves here? Okay, yeah, that's going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> For the Minnesota side, obviously you can look at uh, Carl Anthony Towns at 10,200. You know, he should be safe to get you 50 DraftKings points. The only thing you got to worry about is, no, you don't really have to worry about it because Minnesota's not good and Detroit's not good, so it shouldn't be a blowout. Uh, so he should be productive to get you. And, you know, Isaiah Stewart is a nice young rookie, but he's not going to be able to handle Carl Anthony Towns at all. And you can look at Ant-Man at 8,400, Anthony Edwards. Uh, he's... Really making a case for rookie of the year, trying to steal it completely from LaMelo Ball. But uh, he's been the second most productive guy on this team. It's at times, more productive than Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, so he's a great player at 8,400. And I think you can look at D'Angelo Russell at 7,900. He's kind of a hit or miss play. But uh, against the Pistons, um, he should run wild. So I think he's uh, a great play at 7,900. You wish he was probably 75, 7,200, but... You know, against the Pistons, I think he'll be a great play. I'm not really looking at anyone else on the Minnesota side. Uh, their power forwards are, once again, going through that rotation where you can't trust them. Uh, so that's all I have for Minnesota. You want to mention anyone? Yeah, and uh, uh, McDaniels is back for this game. He missed the last one. Um, Vanderbilt took advantage of the last or those missed games. I don't mind going to. Um, Nas Reed, though, it, he's a point-per-minute guy and at only 4,300, another guy that's cheap, uh, especially if this game gets out of hand because the Pistons are really just need bodies anyway. So you can see Nas Reed possibly playing 20 minutes, and he could put up 20 points in 20 minutes. He's he's pretty talented. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you at that. Stay on the top, and then I don't mind taking that one stab in, in GPPs. <clears throat> Uh, flip on over to the Pistons side and Mike, <laughs> oh my gosh um, they'll have at most 10 people suiting up, uh, that's with the Jacksons questionable if they both play if if one of them misses 9, if they both miss 8 um, and I guess just wait on the Jacksons, if they don't play then, I mean you're just you can just throw anybody in your lineup pretty much they, they have to play uh, Killian Hayes at 5-4 is probably my favorite um, cause he's going to be stood regardless if people play, he's got to get a ton of minutes at point guard. Uh, he's him and Saban Lee are the only two point guards, but they don't really play Saban Lee too, too much. He, he, or outside of the last game, he was barely sniffing 20 if that, uh, for a while. <clears throat> and, uh, Sequoia at 45, he's just getting fed 25 plus minutes here. It doesn't have huge upside, but, um, especially if both Jackson misses, that opens up more shots for him. I don't mind. You can look at uh, Sadiq Bay and Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart's always pretty solid when he's he's getting the start. Um, but I do like some of the high-priced center options. And Sadiq Bay, this matchup's pretty good for him because he shoot he can shoot, and uh, this is a matchup where he can get some shots off. I mean, but if these both the Jacksons, I, I would rather play the Jacksons if they play than uh, Sadiq Bay. Uh, but if they don't play, I mean, you can look at Tyler Cook also. He's you just got to see minutes and. Um, you can go after Servidius just because if, if those two guys don't play, he has to play 20 minutes. It's just the Pistons are annoying. Yeah. Yeah, very annoying. Uh, did you mention Isaiah Stewart? You staying away from him? Uh, no, I mentioned him a little bit. I, I don't mind him. Uh, right. I do like some of the higher price center options, though, so I might yeah. not go there. But if I don't pay up, 
I think he's a solid play. Yeah, yeah, you covered it. All right, man. Uh, let's go on over to the first game at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the a rematch of the other day. It is the Miami Heat at the Boston Celtics. Big news that we heard today. Jalen Brown is going to miss the rest of the season with a wrist injury. Uh, we do not have a spread for this one, but uh-huh. we do have an injury report um, for the Celtics. I, I mean... Jalen Brown, just, just mention him. He's not going to be playing, uh, and Robert Williams is doubtful. Uh, he keeps going on the injury report. And for the Heat, just Victor Oladipo is not ready to uh, play yet. I'll throw it over to you, man. How are you feeling about this Heat uh, team in a rematch from uh, the other day? Well, quick question. Is that Jalen Brown out for the rest of the regular season or regular season and playoffs? I would. Assume, I know they said rest of the season. They didn't. Right. I didn't see it specified. Um, Woj reported it, right. but I, I believe it's probably it the playoffs too, because playoffs right. start in about a week. Yeah, that's a tough blow for the Celtics. Um, on the Miami side, uh, transitioning over uh, Jimmy Butler at ninety two hundred. Uh, his last three games have been hidden value and above, and that's what you want to see from Jimmy. And they're trying to. Uh, they need this game because they don't want to be in that playoff. Uh, you know. The play-in game, uh, they're battling for the sixth and seventh spot right now to not fall too low. Uh, so I think he will, you know, carry the load for the team like he's been doing, especially the last two games. Uh, I think you can look at Bam Adebayo, but in this matchup with 11 games, I think he's not that great of a play. I think you can find other options that can get you similar production, like in the previous game we mentioned P.J. Washington. There's a couple guys in that range. So unless you're just feeling something, you know, with your spotty senses about Bam, there's no need to throw him in there. And uh, honestly, no one else on the Heat uh, intrigued me um, because their value and their lack of consistency makes them a little scary for me. Is there anyone else you'd be willing to touch? I mean, Duncan Robinson is 4,700, but he's on again, off again every other game. So anyone you're looking at? I would look at Trevor Ariza just because the minutes are always there. Uh, he went up in price a little bit since the last game. Uh, he had a pretty good game against them the other day. But he played 36 minutes. But he's been relatively playing high 20s uh, and minutes in the 30s. And at only twenty or 4900 I think that's a solid price tag, so I don't mind going there as well. Does it worry you that pretty much everyone is healthy on Miami, though? Um, slightly, but they don't really have too many other forward options unless they go super small uh like they don't iguodala doesn't really scare me uh belly doesn't really scare me akpala they don't play precious really with bam uh so yeah i don't i don't think his i think his minutes are pretty fairly safe especially in a game where as you mentioned this is the battle for or six and seven seed if if the heat win this game they're like pretty much locked into the top six a top six seed and they're shooting for the five seed too which avoids that uh, Bucks nets possible matchup of those you two. Definitely you definitely want to avoid that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I'll jump over onto the Celtics side of the ball, man. And we're looking at no Jalen Brown here. Uh, so we can, by, by default, or, or not default, a lot of usage goes to Tatum, Walker, Smart, Fournier. Um, I think we have a lot of guys that to pay up for. So I don't think I'm going to have too many shares of Tatum in this one. I don't not like him. I think he can still bring back value with, uh, or even hit 50 points. But I'm looking at all the other people higher. And like we mentioned, Jokic before. I don't. I'd rather if I had the 1300. That's solid. We're going to get to more people. So I probably won't have too too much of him. But I do like Evan Fournier without Jalen Brown there. Uh, at only 5400. That seems like a just a really good price tag. He's probably going to even start. Um, and he fits well with this team. He's he's going to fit. He's not going to be Jalen Brown, but he can uh, put up lighter numbers than that at a very minor price tag. Uh, also, Tristan Thompson, uh, with if Robert Williams is doubtful, that means he's got, got to play 30-something minutes. And while the upside isn't great, especially against Bam, that's pretty solid for a guy who's, who's so cheap. Um, and a guy I'm keeping an eye on is Aaron Naismith. He's starting to play more and more and more minutes, uh, around 20 minutes or so with the last couple games, <clears throat> um, give or take. And then that, there's more minutes to go around for him. And at 3300 that's a solid price for me to, to go there. 
Yeah, that's a good call. And, yeah, I like the way Fournier has been playing his last four games. So, yeah, you nailed it. And I don't mind going Kemba or Smart, but I'd probably just take the discount from all of them and go Fournier. Yeah, Kemba should have a pretty good game, though. Yeah, I think he's. I, I think they're they're both in my player pool. Um, but let's jump on over to the Clipper side of the ball, man. Uh, or the the next game, I should say. The first, the second game at seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Los Angeles Clippers at the Toronto Raptors, or Tampa Bay Raptors. Uh, we don't have a spread for this one, and we do have an injury report though for the Clippers. We still have Serge Ibaka out and Amir Coffey out for the Raptors. Uh, it's pretty much the end of the road for them. They have Siakam, Van Vliet, Lowry, OG, uh, Rodney Hood, Paul Watson all out. And Chris Boucher is Bobby Boucher is questionable for this one. Um, but we'll start with the Clippers, and I'll throw it over to you, man. How are you feeling about the Clippers team, knowing that the Raptors are pretty much going back to playing uh, their backups? Right, and this game could easily be a blowout, I mean, because everyone is hurt on the Raptors. Uh, I think with the discount you're getting with Kawhi at 8300 you can't help but to look his way, and I can see you easily putting him in your lineup. He obviously can go for 50 drafting points at any given moment. Him and Paul George have both been in a little bit of a slump as far as, like, fantasy or DraftKings production. Uh, they've not been hitting around that 50 range that you want to see. But uh, at 8300 uh, at least you're not paying 9300 you know, like you normally uh, will for these guys. So if you're going to take a risk, I, I would go with Kawhi. And, you know, it's a revenge game, kind of. But, you know, uh, they've played them before. But Welcome it's really no incentive. <laughs> it's really no incentive with everyone out. So, I, honestly, I'm not looking at anyone else on this Clippers team with this big of a slate. Uh, how about you? Yeah, and I'm kind of with you on that one. Um Kawhi, I don't mind playing him. And especially with a huge slate like this, we're going to find a lot of value. Uh, we've been throwing out some people that are cheap already. We're going to continue to get them, and then there's going to be people missing. Detroit, uh, <laughs> to mm-hmm. name a few. We're just going to have a lot of value there. Uh, so I'm with you on Kawhi. And I, if I throw another one out, uh, Zubats, with Ibaka still out, um, him or Cousins could, could potentially be solid plays very cheaply uh, going against a beat-up front court and a team that really doesn't even want doesn't want to win not really they don't want to win um but i'll jump over onto the raptor side and we're talking about detroit's value uh a lot of value to be found here too mm-hmm. um i don't know how much boucher would play if he does play he probably splits minutes in that uh section with birch if he does play and kind of takes me out of wanting to play both of them anyway. Uh, both over 6K, don't really like that. Uh, <clears throat> Boucher's almost at 7. But Malachi Flynn, Bembry, uh, we got Freddie G. I hope uh, Boucher doesn't play because I, I like Freddie G. Uh, all these guys, even Guantanamo Bay, mm-hmm. uh, Trent, all these guys could be in play. We'll, we'll see what they what Boucher does, but uh they're pretty much playing for ping pong balls now, and, and the more they lose, the the better. And then they're trying to get a look at their future also. I probably won't play much of Trent of those guys named, but I don't hate them. Uh, but I'll take some value there, like Flynn, Bembry, Wantanamo, Bay, uh, and Galepsi are my favorite of the guys. Yeah, uh, Trent's been putting up probably the best offensive production, but he doesn't do much in other categories. He normally has like one assist, one steal, but he'll get you the points. So, yeah, definitely look out for if uh, – Boucher is going to play. I mean, they have no reason to play him. He hasn't played since <laughs> right. April 21st. Why would you put him in with, like, less than a week left in the season? But you never know with the Raptors, so we'll see. Yeah, ideally I want him to sit and yeah. take some shots at uh, Freddie G at 3,200 because they should want to be playing him more at, at this point in the season. Totally agree. All right, man, let's jump on over to the next game. Uh, we're we're kind of going pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got the Philadelphia 76ers at the Indiana Pacers. Uh, this one starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We, I don't believe we, nope, we don't have a spread for this one, uh, but we do have an injury report. For the Pacers, they do not have an injury report because they are on the back end of a back-to-back. Uh, I forgot to mention the Celtics are on 
one of the teams on the front end before. Uh, but the Sixers do have an injury report. We have Firk and Korkmaz mm-hmm. <laughs> and Matisse Thibel both out and Joel Embiid as questionable. I'll throw it over you, man. Uh, the big news being Embiid, but how you feeling about this Sixer team against the Pacers who pulled off a win tonight against the Cavs? Right. Uh, the big issue is Embiid. Obviously, if he uh, plays, you obviously can use him. Uh, but if he uh, and when he plays, I don't feel safe playing anyone else on this uh, Philadelphia 76ers team. Normally, he's the only one for me because when he plays, other guys' production drops off. When he was out with his injury for that long period of time, uh, Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris both stepped up and were very usable in fantasy and DraftKings. Uh, so I think if, like we said, if Joel doesn't play, you can look at Tobias Harris at 7,200. And you can look at Ben Simmons at 7,300. And it's really just your choice which one you think will have a bigger night. Obviously, Tobias will be more on the uh, offensive end with points. Uh, Ben Simmons will be more points and uh, more assists and rebounds. So that can go either way. And then the only other person I can look at is Dwight Howard at 4,200. Once again, if Joel sits uh, his last game, he had 19 points, 14 rebounds. That's what you want to see. That's NBA-type numbers. Uh, for the most part, and getting that value at 4200 is what you need to win you some money in your lineup. So definitely keep an eye on Joel because he impacts the whole team. Yeah, and I'm with you. Uh, if Embiid sits, you get a nice discount on both Harris and Simmons. Uh, mm-hmm. Two guys, Simmons was near 9K, Sim, or Harris was over 8K for a while. Uh, so I don't mind – like going to either of those guys in the event that Embiid sits. And you mentioned Howard. Uh, going to be chalky if Embiid sits, but you, that's a 4,200 for a guy who you mentioned went off last game in limited minutes. Uh, but if Embiid does play, kind of changes my whole dynamic on this game and this team. Um, how are you feeling if Embiid does play? Yeah, if Embiid does play, I probably wouldn't play anyone on the team because I don't know. Well, he he shouldn't be limited in minutes but you just have to listen out for that if they say he's not limited you obviously can play joel uh but i wouldn't play anyone else yeah uh i probably wouldn't want to play too many guys either um i don't mind taking a shot at <clears throat> like a i wouldn't mind taking a ben simmons shot here still because that he's only seven three but it wouldn't be as sexy if, if he if uh Embiid plays yeah, I mean he is is he hadn't scored over forty DraftKings points since April fourteenth, and then before that, it's not even on the list. So I mean, <laughs> he he's he's talented enough, but he's just not doing it for some reason. So I don't know. Yeah, he's not in, he's inserting himself on the the defensive end a lot more. Right. Yeah. Really yeah. wants that he wants that defensive uh, player of the year award bad. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll flip on it. Flip it up. Flip it on over to the other side. Flip it on over to the <laughs> other side uh, and go to the Pacers. Um, and we're looking at a couple guys. We'll start with the big guy in Sabonis. Again, so many games here. We have so many people over 10K. Uh, I would like Sabonis' matchup much better if Embiid doesn't play. Then he vaults right into one of the guys that I, I would like to pay up for. I mentioned Jokic. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind saving 600 and going Sabonis. I think they both be in really good spots there. Uh, but I need to know the, the news on Embiid. If Embiid does play, probably won't go Sabonis. He, he can get him into foul trouble early, even though he, he's going to have to be playing through it. Uh, but it's just never something I want to attack Joel Embiid. It's, it's, not, it's not a recipe for success, especially when you have so many other solid options there. Um, but outside of that, I'm pre- really not going to too many guys either. Uh, we know Brogdon and Turner... Didn't play in the last one. Uh, Lamb, Samson, Warren. I think everybody but possibly Brogdon is going to be out again. Uh, maybe Lamb just rested on one night. We'll, we'll see. But that'll change things if Brogdon plays. If he doesn't play, I, I think McConnell at 5,500. I would take a shot at him and, and maybe Sumner at 3,700. Um, but I wouldn't want to spend up on Brissett or Levert or any of those guys. Oh uh, yeah, I normally don't want to spin up on Lebert, um, because he's at nine thousand. But his last two games have been over sixty DraftKings points. So if Brogdon is out, you could, you know, 
throw him in there. You know, not many people probably would have him in their lineup, so it'd be contrarian play. But it is expensive. Yeah, I, I don't want to. He's going to get a lot of Ben, so I'm, I'm not. I, I don't want to pay up that one. True. True. Be a little bit better if Embiid doesn't play. Then it just means a lot more switching and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a give or take because like who <laughs> else is going to score for Indiana if Levert doesn't? You know. Yeah. So that's a tough one. That's a tough call. You got to weigh your options. Right, man. Let's jump on over to the next game that starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the Dallas Mavericks at the Memphis Grizzlies. We do not have a spread for this one, uh, but we do have an injury report. The Mavs have Maxi Kleba as questionable and Porzingis and Tyrell Terry both out. Uh, The Grizzlies don't have an injury report. They are on the back end of a back-to-back. The Mavs are on the front end of a back-to-back. But I'll throw it over to you. <clears throat> and how you feeling about this Mavs side? Yeah, on the Mavs side, obviously you have the Kingpin, Luka Doncic at 10,800. <laughs> the Kingpin, I just came up with that nickname <laughs> for him. I like it. Off the top of my head. <laughs> so uh, he's at 10,800. His last two games have been terrible as far as DraftKings production, but they were both in blowout games. So against this Memphis team on the second night of a back-to-back, you just have to factor that in. Will it be a blowout? I don't think so. I think they'll still be at least semi-competitive. So uh, I think Lucas should hit, be around that 50-point uh, range. So it's safe, but it's a really expensive play. So obviously you don't have to force that. You might can find some value in other places instead of playing him. But Lucas pretty much a lock as long as it's not a blowout. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. has been stepping it up lately. He is at 6,200. Uh, I think... He's feeling more confident in himself. Josh Richardson was uh, taking a lot of his minutes. And now I think they're seeing Tim Hardaway is just a better option right now. So he's a pretty safe play to get you anywhere between 35, 40 DraftKings points. Um, And, you know, other than that, I'm probably looking at Dwight Powell at 4,200. He's been getting the starter minutes pretty much between 20 and 30 uh, minutes per game. And, uh, you know, Four out of the last five games, he's hit great value at around 35, 36 DraftKings points per night. And so at 4,200, that's a great play. That's, you know, the same price Dwight uh, Howard is listed at. Um, Once, you know, we mentioned if Embiid plays, you might want to play Howard over uh, Dwight Powell. But if that's not the case, Dwight Powell is a great play at 4,200. I'm not trusting anyone else on this team. How about you? Yeah, pretty much with you on that. Um, Luca is another guy that's going to be expensive. Good matchup. I, I I don't know if I'll have too many shares of him just because we have so many people here. I I got to cut some people out, but um, yeah. I'm with you on on most of this. It's going to be a a battle here. On the Memphis side, are you thinking Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to play on the second night of back to back? I don't think they're ready for that yet. Right. <clears throat> um, I I doubt he'll play. And the other guys are also like Justice Winslow. They could possibly sit. Um, I don't know. They they were kind of weird with it a little earlier in the season, and most of the people are ready to play back to backs now. But Jaron Jackson Jr. I I doubt that one is uh, going to happen. And with that said, I think both teams could play smaller um, and have DFS as the starting power forward. And Kyle Anderson back to starting power forward here. I think Kyle Anderson makes a little bit of sense at five six. Uh, for me, that's not a bad price tag for him. I don't think the upside is huge, but I don't mind going there. The big JV junior varsity uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> again in this matchup. I think he's a he's a solid guy. That like the um, Mavs don't really have much front court defense. Uh, Porzingis started to play a little bit better after getting into shape and getting his knee start when his knee started bending and whatnot. Uh, but without him, they don't really have much of a interior presence there uh, that is that skilled. And I think that's where you can get a discount on, on J Val here. <clears throat> so I, I like going there. Probably won't go Morant. Um, I'm looking at just the front court options and potentially looking at the wings and seeing if any of Bain and Melton uh, join Grayson Allen on the sidelines. Cause if one of them does, then there's only one of those guys left, and I really like that. 
Yeah, you nailed it for Memphis. Um, you can look at Jai, obviously, because he, he can go off at any given moment. But it's it's you don't have to force it, like we said, 11 games. So it's a lot of better options for tonight. All right, man. And let's go on to this next game. <clears throat> we have the – this is the last game at 8 p.m. We have the Brooklyn Nets at the Chicago Bulls. Uh, and we have uh, a 232-and-a-half – game total for this one it is the highest of the four that we have that's that means we don't have seven so it's not really saying a lot but that's still a pretty high total and the nets are four and a half point road favorites on the injury report for the nets we have uh chioza harden and dinwiddie all out and bruce brown as questionable for the bulls we just have troy brown jr and daniel tice as questionable i'll throw it over to you and how are you feeling about this Brooklyn Nets side, and who specifically do you like? Are you surprised? It doesn't that... matter who you like. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm about to ask you a question. I want to know your personal feelings, and then this is how you do me. <laughs> but are you surprised it's only a four-and-a-half-point favorite for the Nets? I mean, the Nets have been losing a little bit, and they are the away team. Uh, so not totally surprised, but I would have still said uh, maybe six points, seven, six-and-a-half. I guess with Zach Levine coming back and the Bulls winning, riding on off a few wins in a row since then, I guess, so. I guess yeah. it changed things. But, yeah, four and a half seemed, seemed a little low when I first saw it. Right. Well, yeah, if the Bulls are competitive and they can keep this game close, I think, obviously, you have to look at the two big guys, uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. You can play either of them. Uh, I think Kevin Durant is obviously the better play. I mean, he, last game he had 66 DraftKings points. He can get you that any given night uh, easier than uh, Kyrie can. I want to call him Kawhi, but easier than Kyrie can, uh, you know, because Kyrie, his assists are around four to six per game. So if that was up to eight or ten, if he didn't score as much, he still would be hitting as high as a value as Kevin Durant, who does it all with the points, rebounds, and assists. So uh, KD is a great player at 9,900 as long as his game stays close. And according to the bookmakers and my bookie uh it will be a close game so lock them into your lineup i don't really trust anyone else and i don't think it's worth the gamble for anyone else on this team how about you yeah and 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 i like that too uh you can target the backcourt of the bulls but they don't really outside of Kyrie. it's kind of hit or miss um if bruce brown does play uh he kind of muddies things up for everybody else if he doesn't play uh, like not everybody else but all the borderline guys if he doesn't play i think shamet is another guy i'd throw uh, in gpps at 3800 because he can score he can shoot and i want to attack the the backcourt of the the celtic or the, the bulls when i can um but i'll jump on over to the Bulls side of the ball and we have yet another guy over 10k and that is nikola vucevic vucevic uh <sighs> <laughs> he's been playing all the three games that Levine came back for. He's been awesome. He has 60 and a half, 60 and 56 fantasy points. All three are wins. Uh, the first two were massive blowouts and then they beat Detroit. I mean, he's just playing out of his mind lately. And I also don't mind going to him. I probably won't too, too much because uh, there's just other guys, but, uh, that's the only reason, not because the matchup is bad. Um, but, yeah, I, I lean him a little bit more than Zach Levine again just because he's been playing well. Uh, if I do like a lot of high-priced big men, so that might mean I would go uh, differently in, in another scenario. But I like Vooch, and uh, Kobe White's another guy I'm looking at at mm-hmm. 6'9". It's kind of it's getting up there, but uh, he's still playing pretty well, and he's shooting, and you can't attack the – just like you can attack Chicago's backcourt, you can attack his back, uh, the the Nets backcourt. And then I'm looking at and seeing what is going on with Daniel Tice because Dad Young drew the start last time. Uh, if he does that again and plays near 30 minutes, solid mat, uh, that's a solid throw in there at, at near 6K. Um, and Pat Williams, a guy that's just playing and playing, starting, continuing to play. Uh, his minutes dropped into the mid-20s. But at 4-1, that's still a solid price tag and an up-tempo matchup. Yeah. And did you say Levine is too high for you? 
Yeah, I'd ra- if given the choice, if I have the eight hundred dollars, I'd rather just play Vooch. Uh, but oh, definitely. And and likewise, I'd rather go with Kyrie a hundred dollars more on the other side. Totally agree. <clears throat> All right, man. Uh, let's go on to the next game. The f- only game at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. An 11-game slate, we only have one at 9. And there, it, it, that seems very weird to me. Um, but mm-hmm. we have the, the Orlando Magic at the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, we do not have a spread for this one at the moment. I can only imagine what it will be. But we do not have it right now. Uh, right. The Bucks do not have an injury report because, you guessed it, they are on the back end of a back-to-back. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention the Nets are on the front end of a back-to-back. And James Harden might play on Wednesday. Ooh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, very interesting. But on the Magic side of the ball, we have MCW, James Ennis, Mark Fold, Jonathan Isaac, Chumo Okeke, uh, Otto Porter Jr., Terrence Ross all out, and Wendell Carter Jr. as questionable. Uh, just like the Pistons, they're just putting everybody there. They're never going to play again ever in this league, ever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll throw it over to you, man. Um, who are you looking at on Orlando? And there is a big possibility that Milwaukee just rests everybody because back yeah. end of a back-to-back, they're looking at whatever Orlando has to offer. And, um, yeah, <laughs> that's all, yep. I guess that's all you have to say. The only saving grace is they are one game behind the Nets. So if they want to move into that number two spot, they may play uh, their players. But, you know, then again, they probably can beat Orlando without their stars, too. So, um, But on the Orlando side, I would look at Mo Bamba. Uh, his last game, it was a blowout. So he only played 20 minutes and was not productive. But his three games before that, 46, 53, and 43 DraftKings points. So... If, with that being said, if Milwaukee plays all their guys, it could be a blowout. It might not be that great. But if they rest guys, uh, I think that would make it uh, better for Mo Bamba. And he's, he's, a, he's a good play. It's just very dependent upon the matchup. So you need to see who's all playing and if Orlando can stay competitive, which is very questionable. <laughs> you have to look at RJ Hampton also at 6,000. Uh, he's been stepping it up lately. Uh Five last his last five games have been playing great, really. Um, and Cole Anthony's kind of disappeared, um, surprisingly. I would think they both would be getting off, but uh, uh, RJ Hampton is taking over that role. <laughs> role. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> see, I don't even know what I said, so I'm just gonna skip by that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and then so for you to get on me even more, uh, you have to look at my guy, Dwayne Bacon. Don't laugh. <laughs> there you go 5300 <laughs> uh his last three games have been uh decent value uh but in real life 20 points 28 points 18 points so he doesn't do much <laughs> sizzling uh, in the other categories you know he'll get you four boards at most but not many assists not many steals but you know he's taking over the offensive scoring load for this team with everyone out uh, so at 5300, you can consider him, but the Magic, I wouldn't, uh, you know, be upset at you if you stayed away from all Magic players. So, but those are just three options. What do you feel? Yeah, and I would throw on uh, one more guy. They're getting Iggy with it at 3600. He's playing a lot of minutes. I like this kid. I liked him when he was on New York when they drafted him. Uh, he was very raw, but uh, and that's Ignis Bradzikis. Getting Iggy with it, na 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 na. But he play he plays in three of the last or three yeah three of the last four games he's played thirty or more minutes, uh, taking double digit shots in the last two games, and at thirty six hundred that's very hard to find, especially in this type of environment. Whether the Bucks do play everybody and they just get blown out and he gets a lot of garbage time, or they don't play anybody and he's going against backups that he played in the G League and and whatnot. Yeah, and I mean, early in the season, he was putting up some monster numbers in the G League, too. So I I think he definitely has some talent. Yeah, I like him. Um, but on the other side of the ball, you kind of took my thunder there a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen with this team. And being that it starts at 9 p.m. and there's only uh, three games after this, that means there's 
seven games in front of this game, it's very hard for me to plug in any of these big guys unless I have concrete uh, stuff before that. Maybe I'll play some low-stakes GPPs uh, and, and throw some of them in there, and then if anybody misses, uh, put them in my, like, you know, the bottom, the forward guard, util spot, if you can fit them. If anyone misses, I'll go to the, some of these last games as alternatives. Uh, but the only problem with that is you're missing a lot of these seven games in the beginning where a lot of value is also. So uh, it's going to be very tough for me to, if there's no evidence, uh, concrete evidence, if any of these guys are going to be playing. And then we also know that this season is just weirder than most, and a lot of people do get scratched lately, uh, right at the, right before the tip-off starts. High clippers, you do it all the time. Um, but if they do play and they are ready to go, uh, I don't mind having like a share of Drew Holiday, 8-4, uh, Middleton. Probably won't pay up for Giannis because if they all play, I, he can put up value in 20 minutes, but I, I don't want to pay for that on this big of a slate. Um, Bobby Portis makes sense to me. DiVincenzo, if he plays, especially if the top three guys play uh, or don't play. And if they don't play, then you can look at all of uh, this value here. Like anytime Giannis and everybody misses, Thonis, uh, little brother, the brother always does pretty good. Um, you can look at him, maybe Jordan Nora. <clears throat> some <nasty>. of these... <laughs> <laughs> right, we might get some Sam Merrill action here. Um, Bryn Forbes, he's going to be a shooter if, if no one's there. Connington. But uh, really, if, if no one plays, I'm looking at the first three guys that I mentioned. And if they do kind of play, I don't mind Bobby Portis and Devo. But uh, it's just like crap shoots right now. Well, how do you feel about Brooke Lopez at 5,000? He could be productive. He could not. Yeah, I'm, I, I won't go to him. Uh, I don't, like you said, he could be productive, and but he, he has a couple games in the last five, even uh, over 30 points. But um, I think he's going to be the one of the first guys that sits if he does play because they can yeah. just start beating him. I agree. Uh, it's very weird for me for looking at this Bucks team when they're playing at home against this Orlando team. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, game. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm curious to see what the spread is tomorrow. Uh, early in the day, it's probably going to be 18, <laughs> or, or maybe they'll hold out and wait to see if if anybody is resting. Right. Uh, but let's jump on over to this next game, the first game at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Phoenix Suns at the Golden State Warriors. Uh, we have a 2:30 game total. And the Suns are five-point road favorites. On the injury report, we have uh, the Warriors don't have anybody on their injury report. It wasn't submitted because they are on the back end of a back-to-back. Uh, on the Sun side, we just have Cam Johnson and Ad- Abdul Nader both out. I'll throw it over to you, man. We- you shall start with the Phoenix Suns. And they just lost to the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> AD <laughs> went off. But um, who are you looking at on the Sun side in a potential playoff matchup? Right, right. I think you have to look at Chris Paul. He's my favorite player on this team uh, at 7,800. I'm the new Chris Paul. Easily can get you from 40 to 50 DraftKings points. And, you know, whenever he's playing against Steph, he likes to show out because Steph, you know, crossed him up that one time, you know, (laughs) and no one ever let Chris Paul hear the end of that. But uh, they have a nice little rivalry there, and I think Chris Paul will show up. Uh, Devin Booker's at 8,200. Who are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Devin Booker's at 8,200. He's not really been hitting value for me that I would like to see. And uh, the Warriors are one of the better defensive teams in the league, uh, believe it or not. So I don't think you have to put him in your lineup. You can always consider him because he can always go off and he can have a three-point contest with Steph, but I would not put him in my lineup tonight. Um, let, me, same let me ask for, you a question yes. before, you, before you get to the next one. Are you leaving the, the chapter open or are you turning the page? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> it, Booker. A, uh, it, was, it was a Booker oh joke. Man, it was that, a was that was horrible. That was horrible. You ruined the pun. I, I instantly thought of uh, Kevin Durant switching teams when you said that. So I was like, what I are you trying to make a, a, a book joke, but you just ruined it. Uh, just, we're going to edit that out. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Can we fix that in editing? <laughs> 
But, uh, you know, obviously you can always look at DeAndre Aiden, you know, the big man with potential to be great. Like, last game he had 20 drafting points. Game before that, 52. But, and it's, the 50-point games are few and in, far in between. So, you just have to be having a great feeling about it. But I don't think so. And same for Mikael Bridges. Even though uh, Cam Johnson is out, he's just an average play for me at best. So, for me, Chris Paul, and the rest are question marks. How about you? Yeah, and, and I like Paul, too, a little bit better than Book. Uh, I'll, I'll leave the chapter slightly open, but I'm mainly turning the page for, for CP3 there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I like you with, with Aiton also. In the two games he's they've played, he's only played 22 and a half minutes, and he's put up 33 fantasy points uh, on average. I mean, you have to expect him to play a little bit more, right, near near 30 minutes, and that could possibly hit a, hit a 40-burger there uh, without – and the Warriors have really no front court depth uh, <clears throat> now that Wiseman's hurt and, and whatnot. But I don't mind going there as well. But again, I like a lot of these center options, so I, I'm not going to overstock on him. <clears throat> we'll jump on over to the Warriors side of the ball. And they are on the back end, but they had a lot of people out. Uh, we already, I just mentioned Wiseman. Thompson's never playing. Uh, Pascal's still out. Damian Lilly uh, is still out. And is, Kelly Oubre is probably out for the regular season, I would say. Uh, maybe. I, I know he was going to get reevaluated, I think, in one to two weeks. But um, <clears throat> I don't think he's coming back in time. Or maybe he comes back at the end of this week at, at best. With all that said, uh, we can go on over to who we like on the Warriors. And another, we have another guy over 10K, and it is the red piping red-hot Steph Curry. Um, I don't really want to go here in this tough matchup, but I'm not going to not, <laughs> you're not going to not get Randy Jackson's autograph. I mean, all I had was a samurai sword, but, uh, <laughs> Steph Curry is just on fire. Y'all see what I, I deal with, right? <laughs> 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 Steph Curry is on fire and I don't really think there's a matchup that can put him out right now. So at 10 K, I, I probably have a more than. Um, Luca, even in a tough matchup, saving a couple hundred dollars there. Uh, he's in, definitely in my player pool, and he's just there's. I'm out of loss of words. This dude's just been awesome. Uh, he's really putting his name in the MVP conversation because of how well he's been playing. Uh, and moving on because I can talk for a while now. Uh, but Draymond Green is a has been playing pretty well, and Andrew Wiggins is not bad. I probably won't go to those guys in particular. But um, I don't mind looking at Kent Bazemore at 5'3". With every, if everybody is still out, that's a guy that playing pretty well, playing some, some minutes. Um, I'll take a shot or two on him, but he's just in my player pool, not a guy I'm in love with. And uh, that's pretty much it. Did you say um, JTA? That's your guy. Yeah, I was going to say him, um, but I don't know if I particularly like this matchup for him. Okay. okay. Even though he's playing a lot, and he's playing really well, too. Right. Yeah, I know that that Phoenix defense is pretty scary, so. Yep, yep. That wasn't a joke. I mean, they really are. Well, I didn't say anything. I said, yep, yep. <laughs> just they like... are scary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we have uh, the next game. This is the second last game on the docket, the 10th game. Uh, we have the New York Knicks. At the Los Angeles Lakers, and what a bigger—you can't get any bigger marquee matchup than this. L.A., New York, two biggest markets in the on the continent. Uh, but we have—I think we have a spread. No, we do not have a spread for this one. But we do have an injury report, and we'll start with the Knicks. We have uh, Mitch Robb as out. We have Emmanuel Quickly as doubtful. We have Alec Burks as questionable. And on the Lakers side. We have Jared Dudley as out, LeBron James out, but that's not really true because uh, he was reported that he possibly might play in this one. He felt good on Monday. It went through a full practice, might play. So they have him listed as out on the official injury report, but he was uh, deemed possibility to play. So we'll put him on as questionable, a true 50-50. Dennis Schroeder is out, Kyle Kuzma, Taylor Horton Tucker, Marcus Gasol, Anthony Davis, and KCP are all probable. I'll throw it over to you. We'll start with the Knicks. 
How are you feeling about the Knicks traveling across country to face the possible LeBron AD-led Lakers? I'm not feeling that great. You know, the Lakers are the number one defense in the league and number two in points allowed per game. So this would be a tough matchup for the Knicks. And, you know, obviously when you think of the Knicks this year, it's Julius Randle. He's at 9,400. But uh, he's kind of been on a, you know, downward tick his last three games. And this one's not going to be any easier. I'm sure he'll want to duel it out with Anthony Davis, but that's going to be tough. And, you know, it's a revenge game. He started off with the Lakers, but... I wouldn't spend up for him in this matchup. Um, I think you can look at R.J. Barrett at 6,800. Um, you know, he's just he's an okay play. They got to get production from somewhere. Um, you can, especially if Alec Burke sits. Uh, you can look at um, Reggie Bullock if once again if Alec Burke sits at 4,900. He's been playing very well lately. And uh, you also can look at Derrick Rose at 5,900. His last game he had 45 DraftKings points. He's been on an upward tick. His last five games have been really well and hitting value. Uh, a couple of 20, over 20 point games in their um, actual NBA points. So he's been on a roll lately. I don't think anyone on the Lakers can stop him single handedly. The team defense might slow yeah, him down. Caruso's that. <laughs> got nothing on Deg Rose. Um, so, but um, I think he can be productive for you. Uh, you know, Alfred Payton's not doing anything. Emmanuel quickly has been out, so you can look at Derrick Rose. He's probably the best play on the Knicks team, you know, because RJ is just a question of mark. Same for Bullock. So you agree? You're gonna move on to the Lakers? I'm sure what yeah. I said was perfect. So yeah, no, yeah, I like uh, <laughs> Rose and Bullock the most, and those are the two guys that look. So I'm with you there. There we go. And we'll jump how about on your Lakers? Let's hear, let's hear how Santino's Lakers are sounding. We'll jump on over to the Lakers and. They are one of the best defenses in the league, like you mentioned, but so are the Knicks. And yep. we might, we may or may not have LeBron James here. Um, and we may or may not know that prior to the slate starting. So that's going to be uh, a game-changer type of thing. If LeBron is out again, <clears throat> and we're looking at Anthony Davis, we have so many guys over 10K. I don't know how much exposure I'll have to him, but I just want to say he looks he looks good. He looks like he's healthy again. Uh, and LeBron James might be back. And that's going to be scary for everybody. I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that because getting a lot of uh, negative vibes in, in Lakerland. Mm-hmm. Everyone was scared. Uh, but it's all about the playoffs. All we need is these two guys to be healthy. <clears throat> they are the defending champions. But, um, yeah, it's going to depend on LeBron James. If LeBron plays, I still won't go to him. I don't think he's going to play 35 minutes game, first game back. They they want to make sure he's right leading up to the playoffs. It doesn't matter about the play-in game. I mean, they don't, they would love to avoid it, but I personally think I'd if I'm the Lakers, I'd rather play Utah or Phoenix over the, the Clippers anyway in round one. But um, I think I don't really want to play too many people. Uh, Alex Caruso might be the guy, especially if LeBron James doesn't play again, and maybe some Taylor Horton Tucker. But outside of that, I'm kind of leaning away because there's the big elephant in the room of LeBron James might come back and take everybody's usage. Um, and if he doesn't, I probably won't know that until later in the day. And if he does come back, it's just him and AD are going to take so much usage that no one's really playable. And I don't really want to pay up top dollar when we have so many options. Yeah, I mean, because I was looking at AD and I thought that would be a great play. But yeah, LeBron kind of throws a wrench in it. Uh... Because I remember that one game, AD beat the Knicks with a three-pointer at the buzzer. I believe it was earlier this year or last year. So he would have had a great game without LeBron. So, but yeah, you you can easily stay away from the Lakers. Are the Lakers going to be in a playoff game is the question. Play-in game. Uh, it's It's likely. There's only four games left, and they are one game behind the Blazers. But the Blazers have uh, the tiebreaker because they won 2-1 to one in the in the matchup. So... They'd have to make up two games with four games left. So it's likely they're going to be the set. They won't be the eighth seed or ninth seed or tenth seed going into the playoff game, playing game. So they're going to either host one or two games in the play-in. Um, so it's likely. for That's what I think. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting to see. So Yeah, we'll see. Um, but now we'll jump on over to this last game of the night. We have the Oklahoma City 
Bummers uh, versus the Sacramento Queens. And we do Ooh. not <laughs> – we do – oh, no, we do have an injury or uh, a spread for this. It is 224, and the Kings are 10.5-point home favorites. And we have an injury report for these guys. Uh, it's a whopper. Oh, and the, and the Lakers are on the front end of a back-to-back. I forgot to mention that. Uh, but the Thunder have uh, SGA, Theo, Maladon, Mike Muscala all out, Ty Jerome, and Lou Dort questionable. And on the Kings, we have Fox, Halliburton, uh, Robbie Woodard all out, Harrison Barnes doubtful, and my buddy, your buddy, their buddy healed as probable. Uh, we'll start with the Thunder, and you can do the honors. <laughs> Right, it's a mess. I mean, you you could have looked at Teo Teo Maladon, uh, but he just surprisingly is just out now with plantar fasciitis. Can't even really look at his backup, uh, Ty Jerome, because he's uh, questionable with the calf. <laughs> so the only guy I'm looking at really is um, Darius Baisley, and that's if Lou Dort doesn't play. Darius Baisley at 6,800 would be a um, great value. Uh, he he should be the one and only numero uno. One, you know, <laughs> only. You know, the main guy that's going to be putting up all the shots. Uh, his last game, he had 18.7 boards. So that's that's a great production. But, you know, earlier games with Dort out, he's taken 18 and 19 field goal attempts. So he's the only one for me. Uh, I would love to play Moses Brown, Isaiah Roby. But their end of season value that we thought they would have is just not there at all. So I don't trust anyone else. How about you? What about Pokemon? Any Any love there or no? I'm just not. I just. I just don't trust it. And I, and I would. I like Gabrielle Deck too, but you just can't trust it. So, but yeah. And I'm with you. I think there are so many guys that are pretty solid, especially in fantasy, and and can put up numbers. But they're pretty much playing when whoever is playing, I should say, are pretty much chopping up minutes all aboard. Unless you're mm-hmm. Baisley, Dort, on sometimes Theo, you're just chopping those minutes right now, and it's. It's it's hard to pay for those guys, so I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah. Poku could easily go off though, so I mean he's a guy to watch. But yeah, it's it's Pokemon. You gotta you gotta finish it. <laughs> <laughs> but right. um, on the Sacramento side, I mean, Delone has been playing awesome. It, the price tag is kind of high. It's it's in Kawhi range right now, so um, the upside is is over 55. But I'd rather if I'm gonna take a stab at it, I'll take a stab at Kawhi. Uh, this team, these guys just played each other the other day, and the Kings won by nearly 30 points. Uh, nice. Shocker. Even, right, even without Fox and Halliburton and Barnes, they still beat whoever Thunder want to throw out there. Um, so I don't think I really want to honestly pay up. Uh, I, don't, I don't mind taking a shot at Marvin Bagley at 64 because it's not an outrageous price tag. Last couple games, last two games, he hasn't played too much. Um, but before that, he was playing a lot of minutes, and I would like to take a shot at Holmes, but I also, I don't know if they're gonna run him out there for 35 minutes against this crappy team. So uh, I look Bagley, another cheap guy, and, and Terrence Davis, and that's probably where I I end it. I think you play Buddy Hill at 8200. You know he's probable, and with Harrison Barnes, Halliburton, Fox out, he should he should get you at easily 40 DraftKings points. That not enough for you? Easily, easily. <laughs> I mean, he, they the other game, the last game, or they played the other day, and he got thirty eight point two five, so almost there, but wasn't easy. <laughs> but he only played twenty nine minutes because they won by almost thirty points. But now that they're home, I I think they could, could win by thirty again. True, it's, true. Yeah. But yes. yeah, I don't no. I don't mind Buddy Heal. I don't mind those guys. I don't mind Heal alone. I just don't. <laughs> I don't trust the Thunder. To that's play an actual competitive basketball game. Yeah, that's so sad. They they're right? in they they have sixteen wins, so easily the worst team in the league. And, and no, that's the that's the Rockets. The who's who are even worse. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Uh, the Thunder were before the All Star break. They were very competitive. They were good. And yeah, then they were. too good. The <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were too good. And then uh, owner management ownership. I don't know. Somebody said, "Hey." uh you get what happened to the tank? I thought we were going to be bad and just started. Uh, Shea hasn't played since, and then everybody else is just in and mainly mostly out of the lineup. It's just crazy. 
Whoa, that Moses Brown guy, he's really good. Stop playing him. <laughs> yeah, Moses Brown, what, how many rebounds did he get today? Okay, man. Uh, 20 minutes a game now. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so that wraps it up. Unless you want to give us uh, – we can do Will's, Will's hot plays if you want to do that. My, I'll give you one. My favorite Will, Will's play hot of the play. Night. My hot play of the night. Wait, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I do feel like I'm on the spot, you know. But um, <laughs> I'll give you a minute. Can I so, do? Can I name but, three players? Can I name three? Yeah, and I'll, I'll give you a minute. I'll, <laughs> I'll do the the opening intro because it's the first Will's hot plays of the season. I uh, waited for a while. <laughs> Will William Harris from North Carolina. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Uh, I like Anthony Edwards at 8,400 against Detroit. Should be an easy matchup. I like Jonas Valanciunas at 7,900. He can easily put up Jokic-like, Sabonis-like numbers at a bigger discount. And uh, I'll say if Drew Holiday plays, great matchup, 8,400. I don't know. I wasn't going to pick him, but go ahead. Name somebody for me. All right, I like it. And I will... I'll go all. I'll, I'll scroll down to the bottom, 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 uh, <clears throat> because you mentioned. Well, and I, I'm trying to scroll down. There's so many damn games. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> um, trying to scroll down there. Give me one second. There was a guy I said 3600 that I really liked. Oh, there he is. Um, getting Iggy with it, and that's a guy I'll throw out there for a a very cheap play. I think he went mid tier, which I like. Mid tier is going to be awesome. I'll throw in one of the the value guys. Getting Iggy with it. Against the, Iggy Brezdikas, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Iggy getting bread. Um, oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, but he played 35 minutes in the last game. He's played 30 over 30 minutes in three of the last four games at 3600. You can't say that often. He might be playing backups or he might be playing garbage time. Uh, I think 20 points. I'll say it. 20 points with ease. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got. Who else you got? Come on. Uh, you gave three. I thought that was a, a fourth would have been nice. Come on. <laughs> give, no, I mean give, you give two more. Come on, let's hear. Them. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll give. <laughs> I'll give one more. Uh, where you're you're throwing me stuff. I know out. you're gonna say Kawhi, so that'll be your second. Now name one. No, more. Uh, I'm going. I'm going cheap because there, there are some rock solid um, <clears throat> top guys over here that we we like, but um, it all depends on who's in and who's out for a lot of these cheap guys, but I'm trying to just give you people who are playing regardless because <laughs> we will never know until tomorrow. Uh, that's the, the thing about doing these early. Um, but I'm going to go from, I'm going to go on your team. Should I go on your team? Let's do it. I, I like, I like some Malik Monk in this. Uh, I'm just, there's just something, <laughs> and I don't know why, but you do. <laughs> yeah, I like I like the Monkamans because uh, <laughs> that's that's my new nickname for him, Monkamans, oh, um, no. with an Cut A. Cut, let's end it. <laughs> <laughs> but he shot two of ten in the last one. He only played nine minutes of the game before that. Uh, if oh, I should say yeah, it depends on if uh, Graham's in or not. But he we know this guy gets hot in in a hurry. And two games before, or three games ago, he shot six of eleven from three on seven of sixteen shooting in thirty-one minutes. It's, You're making me want to bet you, and I don't want to bet you because I always lose. I mean, the the one time he played Denver, he scored sixteen actual points in seventeen minutes. Guy gets hot, and Denver's missing a lot of people in the backcourt. Uh, solid matchup. Austin Rivers ain't going to guard anybody. There's, That's what I was gonna say. Austin Rivers or Malik Monk? Who you got? Oh, okay. It depends on <laughs> Devonte Graham, but uh, I would I would take the shot at um, Malik Monk instead. Okay, I would go Austin Rivers, but I'm not betting you because I always lose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good because you're probably gonna win this one now because it, I know, right? Sure, yep. you don't want to bet. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm yes, not sure. yeah, I'm I mean, not sure at all. <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> yep, get on out of here. Um, we did it just about an hour, slightly over with those those Will's hot plays of the day. Um, <laughs> but thank you guys for joining us, as always. It was, I want to say pleasure, but it really wasn't. Uh, Will was here, but it, it was an okay time. <laughs> I, I had fun. 
Um, I was but... I was forced to be here, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, don't shh, don't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> we'll be back here tomorrow, I believe. Again, it's Mike and Keith on tomorrow, and we have a little bit shorter of a slate for you guys. I think there's only six games tomorrow, uh, which is not bad. Most of them are on one end of a back-to-back also. But thank you guys for joining us. And as always, good luck. And we will catch you again when we catch you. Peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.